Jesus we serve. Please open up your heart to him and love him. He has saved us. He has delivered us. He has given us eternal life. There is none like him. We will see him one day. And we will embrace him. Because he is our king. He has no equal. Nobody is like unto our Jesus. I love him and I want you to love him. If we had time, I would say sing more. He has no equal. Please come back. Yours is the kingdom. Jesus, yours is the kingdom. Forever and ever. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for saving me. Oh, Jesus, you are worthy. us to know him more and more that we he may do whatever pleases him with our lives therefore we ask that as we hear your word and as we were told the scriptures may not fall to the ground but will fall onto our hearts and into our hearts thank you for utterance in Jesus name amen Thank you very much for the beautiful music. You know, I have been thinking about why Jesus was so committed to preaching when he was on this earth. I have been thinking about it. And when he left, the disciples also took up the mantle of preaching. 
And I've been asking myself, you know, these people were so committed to preaching. In the verse number 20, the Reverend Son read with us in Acts chapter 20, it was so very clear when Paul said, And now I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and touch you publicly and from house to house. Hallelujah. I pray that this church would become a church that will talk about Jesus to everybody who comes our way. Praise the Lord. You know, the truth is that if people don't hear they will still have no excuse to be saved. Are you listening to me? If people don't hear, listen carefully. If people don't hear, they still have no excuse to be saved. What I mean by it is, if nobody told them about Jesus, it is no excuse for God to say, come to heaven. And so that's why Jesus in his earthly ministry was so committed to preaching and he handed it over to the apostles and they did it. In our time, it looks like it has become so scarce. God can find people to do preaching. I pray that every one of us here will be a preacher in the name of Jesus. We heard this week very strong message. I was so touched by what a preacher man said. Sometimes we are so concerned about ourselves. May I tell you, everything we have and we are doing, if it is not for Jesus, is cause no mark in heaven. Now, I want to share with you today on there is punishment for everyone who does not know. There is punishment. Punishment for every person who doesn't know Jesus and those who don't obey. Two types of people. God will never overlook people who do not obey his gospel. Neither would he overlook people who don't know Jesus. It is a very serious statement that should let you know that you have no reason not to preach. We are concluding on this evangelism today. And this is the message that God gave me to share with you. Jesus was so committed in Luke chapter 4, verse 42 to 44. I would like for everybody to pay attention. Allow not the devil at all to whisper anything or to blow your eyes to sleep. Amen. In Luke chapter 4, verse 42, the Bible says that, And when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. And the crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. Praise the Lord. When people came to Jesus, they did everything to make sure, listen, you are too important to us, so we don't want you to leave us. But listen to what the Bible said. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. Hallelujah. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For this purpose I have been sent. Number 44, the Bible says, And he, and he was preaching in the, synagogue, in the synagogues of Galilee. Hallelujah. In the synagogues of Galilee. And that means that every church building in those days is used to be called synagogue. He will preach from the church of Pentecost assembly to the assemblies of God. And to every synagogue that was available, Jesus, one of the things that he did most in the day that he was leaving, 
here in this physical life was preaching. Praise the Lord. And therefore, may I ask every child of God who is here, that one of the things that I plead that it becomes part of us is that wherever we find ourselves, we must preach. Praise the Lord. When I say preach, I don't mean you just getting up and saying something that I see a demon over your head. I see so, so, and so. That's not the matter. You present to them that we have been born in sin. And the only way to escape from sin is that man will recognize and acknowledge Jesus and give his heart to him. Without that, no one shall be saved. Praise the Lord. I'm begging you. Church, people don't get involved anymore. And as I was studying, the Spirit of the Lord brought up a scripture that shook me. And immediately I said, Lord, help me out. I noticed that, and may I tell you, if you are here and you do not preach, don't think that you may, after living right... Not fornicating, not lying, not, not, not corrupting, and not doing anything wrong. I want you to know something. If you don't preach, your only accusation on the day of the Lord will be that the Lord would demand somebody's blood from your hands. That's one of the things I saw. And the Lord was very plain with me. And so we have no choice. We have no choice than to preach. With all humility, may I tell you, wherever profession God gave you, He gave you to be the presence of Him on, on that job. That apart from doing that to be paid, every day grab somebody around you and make sure that you tell the person about Jesus. If you do it, you excuse yourself from his blood being required from your hands. You see, when the people were enjoying the presence of the Lord Jesus, and you know what I mean... Enjoying the presence of the Lord Jesus, it was as simple as the healings were there, the, the deliverances, casting out demons, and, and the people were so much at ease in the presence of Jesus. Human beings are like that. We love to be where we can have, oh, we are free and everything is running smooth. And so they came and said, Jesus, we are enjoying your presence in the desert. We do not want you to leave because we want you. We want you to be here. Jesus said you'll be disrupting the heaven's agenda. If you do that, if you restrict me to stay here. I didn't come for you to enjoy me. I came that you may be saved, but others must be saved also. Praise the Lord. Dear brother, I beg you. Those of us who have kept our mouths shut. Those of us who have been only interested in goodies, goodies, goodies. And you are born again. May I tell you something? You have to listen to this message of God and be so determined that from now on you'll be a soul winner. Are you listening to me? Probably you may say this has to be preached to pastors. If you were here on Wednesday, you will discover that the Bible has declared all those of us who are in Christ Jesus as priests and kings. And once you are a priest, your duty is to preach. You may not have a big congregation. You may not be like some of us to say you talk to many people. But I want you to know that whatever and wherever you are, you are God's representative to preach. Praise the Lord. And I beg you, please, don't let this thing slip off from your hands. The people were trying to restrict Jesus because the atmosphere was so good. But Jesus said, let me tell you, I must go to the other cities. This is the purpose for which I came down from heaven for. And I cannot throw it away. And let me tell you, we get saved and we get so comfortable in the church and we find it so difficult. I pray that today, from today you will be a soul winner. Hallelujah. 
And you know, he did it and his disciples did it as well. The scripture that we read, you see in the Act 2020. I would like for you to read it on the board for me. Act 2020. One, two, every one of you. One, two. The ministry of preaching is done publicly and from house to house. Hallelujah. This is the reason for which we do not stop doing outreaches once a month. But I think that is even, as I keep saying, the reason why we we have instituted it is that we want to give you the opportunity even to do it. But the truth of the matter is that wherever you find yourself, you must be preaching. Praise the Lord. And so Paul said, I taught you publicly. And then when I came to your house, I didn't come with any other message than to tell you that Jesus saves. Let me tell you, every man born of a woman, every woman born of a man was born in sin. And there is a penalty hanging on everybody. There's not a single soul who has already been given with a passport that as for you, you can just enter heaven free. Nobody, all of us, the wages of sin is dead. And all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the only thing that changes man is when somebody has presented the good news. What is the good news? Preaching that Jesus is the Savior is the good news. So the only time that when a person has received Jesus Christ, then the Bible says that he is translated from the kingdom of darkness unto the kingdom of his dear son. This morning, one of the things that hit me, I was just controlling myself, you know. When we were singing about Jesus Christ, I could virtually visualize Antina shouting and falling down here. Because the woman was so open to the Lord. That whenever the atmosphere is so charged for Jesus. Her spirit and soul and body. Goes all out. It was tough for me. That's why I came back and I had to raise it up again. What man needs is Jesus. Please tell your neighbor. What a man needs is Jesus. No matter what we, no matter what we may do for people, we need to preach Jesus. We need to tell them. Himself was a good example. The people were trying to say, hey, master, we are enjoying you in this desert place. But Jesus said, please let me go. Because I have a reason to leave. How I pray that every member of this church will have a reason to live. Any reason you are living for is no reason than to preach for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Businessmen, preach. Nurses, preach. Drivers, preach. Soldiers, preach. Doctors, preach. It is the only reason why we were not taken when we gave our house to the Lord. And I beg you, the Lord wants this thing to be established and be renewed one more time in this church. That we may preach Jesus. Now, if we don't preach Jesus, we will not go scot-free. Our sins have been forgiving us. But God will want us to be employed in his vineyard. And everybody must be a soul winner. Let me show you something from the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We will read from verse number 6. You see, 2 Thessalonians, Mama, do you have a mic? You do it for us. 2 Thessalonians, everybody please be alert to the scripture. Since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you. Mm. And to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven Mm. with his mighty angels. Mm -hmm. In flaming fire. In flaming fire. Taking vengeance. Taking vengeance. Listen to this portion carefully. Taking vengeance on those who do not know God. 
and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe, because our testimony among you was believed. Hmm. Therefore, we also, always, we also pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Number 12. That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now give it to me, verse number 8 in NLT. And listen to this, every child of God. Please listen to this carefully. The Bible says, In flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who do not know God. Let me stop there for a moment. Let me tell you something. Sometimes in our human thinking and in our minds, we tend to think that, you know, when you, sometimes you go and you meet people, you talk to them about the Lord, and then sometimes you have some of these foolish arguments, which I'm sure some of you may have come across. People will come and they will say, um, what about those who have not heard the gospel before? If you haven't heard the gospel before, may I tell you that there's no excuse to be saved. All the Europeans who are rejecting the Gospels, we are praying for them that they will be saved. Hallelujah. And let Ghana not also come to the point where we will, re- we will not accept the Gospel. Let me tell you, anybody, once you have been born by a woman, if you do not know God, it's your own palabra. Because this scripture is quite strong. Eh? He says, in flaming fire, bringing judgment to, to those who do not know God. Once you don't know God, you have no excuse. Hallelujah. But it makes it more critical for those of us who have been entrusted with the gospel. Can you imagine that somebody is coming to you and God is prompting you to tell this person the gospel and you don't do it. And the person doesn't get to know. You may think that you will go scot-free. After you have lived a very good Christian life on the earth, may I tell you that there is a possibility that your only crime before God will be, why did you not tell somebody else? So, if the people who don't know God are going to be punished, those who also know God and did not tell them would also be punished. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Some of these things are hidden in the Bible. But God loves us and he wants to expose it. That's why you have to let every man's hand be free from you. You just say that are you saved? Are you born again? Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. There are people that you are in the office with. Some of us are Christianity. It's all about how we can sing in the office and everybody knows that you can sing. May I tell you, move it a little further by telling them that are you saved? See what God is saying. He is coming in the flaming fire, bringing judgment to those who do not know. So anybody who sits here and does not know Jesus... It's not because you haven't heard him, but you have not experienced him and received him into your life. May I say that you have no excuse. Sometimes you make an altar call and the fear and shame of people, people will, can see that they're falling under conviction and instead of surrender, they will lift their hands and put it down because they don't want anybody to know. Let me tell you something. The Bible says... If you don't know the Lord, and knowing the Lord is not only knowing that Jesus came to save. We went for a little retreat during the course of the week, my wife and I. We sat down to eat something. 
And a young man, young boy came to save us. We took the opportunity to witness to him. It was interesting. Are you born again? Yes. What makes you think you are born again? Because I know Jesus. How did you know Jesus? Well, Jesus came to die for our sins. And I said, I know that statement because everybody knows that Jesus died for our sins. But then how do you know him? Is he your personal savior? The boy didn't know. And he attends church. And I was so broken in my heart. What is going to happen to pastors who stand and don't tell people? And we have all these congregation members who don't even have any clue about Jesus. And as we broke the word of God down, the, the, the boy touched me so much. He asked the question, he said, how can I be saved then? And he said, it's so simple. You can receive him by faith. Hallelujah. In the course of the week, I met another somebody I was talking to as well. And the person, had, I'm born again, but you can see there was no born again. Please. May we present Jesus to people. You may think it's not a message for Sunday. You know something. This message I'm preaching can bring you the healing you need. The Bible said. In a flame and fire bringing judgment to those who do not. I know I read the scripture and it jumped from the leafless to my heart. Hey. If they don't know they will be punished. So if ever anybody has taught that, not knowing Jesus, he will have mercy on me because I don't know him. It's a lie of the devil. Because every evidence is pointing to the fact that Jesus is the Lord. Praise the Lord. But more so, when it has been committed into our hands as ministers of reconciliation to be able to tell others. You know, we can be so violent in everything, on our job and everything. But I notice that one area the saints of God are never violent is the preaching of the gospel. John the Baptist was a preacher, man. And the Bible says that since the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God had been advancing what he's trying to tell you is that the man preached with fire and this is the time we ought to preach with fire praise the lord so i beg you church covenant family let's wake up to this truth let me show you a little more and he says that no no stay there because there are two important things he said if somebody doesn't know the lord he will still be punished and then the next one he said was that and those who refuse to obey the good news of the lord jesus christ so if you don't know it you have no excuse if you know it and you refuse to accept it you have no excuse amen are you understanding what I'm saying, dear brothers? If you don't know it, you have no excuse. If you know it and you reject it, you will still be punished. That's why I said that there's punishment for every people who don't know the truth and who refuse. And it was a bother to me. And so that's why when Paul was speaking in Acts chapter 20, he, he, he was so clear. He said, I made sure, and this is my aim, I preach to everybody, everybody. The reason is that, let's go to verse number 25 and 26 of the book of Acts chapter 20. Let me show you something. In the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 25 and 26, and the Bible says, Indeed now, I know that you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God will see my face no more therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of you didn't hear please complete the statement for me right now that I am innocent of this is the reason why 
Let me tell you, brethren, never take it for granted to think that you have been called into the kingdom of God to be a singer. You have been called into the kingdom of God to be an usher or to be be a helper. You have been called into the kingdom of God to be a dynamic uh, singer. Let me tell you something. It's about time we change our hearts and our lives and our attitude to preach. You can sing in the church and find your way going straight to hell. Everybody in the church is a preacher. Praise the Lord. Did you notice what he said? This is the reason why most of the time when it is a a general outreach Sunday, majority of people will refuse to come because they think that let the outreach group. There is no outreach dedicated group for God. The outreach dedicated group for God is you and I. Nobody heard and nobody said amen. It's painful, but I know it's going on the record of God. I know because it where his word is true that the day is coming when he will play back this. He won't play Dennis. He will play back this and say, did you not hear? Did you not know that you see when Apostle Paul said, therefore I testify to you this day that I'm innocent of the blood of, of how many men? So let me tell you, anybody who God sends our way, that we refuse to tell that individual about the good news that Jesus saves. May I tell you, if you know scripture, and if you are reading scripture, may I make it known to you that it is possible that his blood may be required from your hands. If that person had refused the gospel and had... And, and, and just rejected it, that one is not your problem. But your problem is to make sure that you speak the gospel. Praise the Lord. Can we go back to these things that we believe? Can, we, can it be settled so that we would tell everybody, today the church of Jesus Christ, the man of God was led to speak very serious things. He says, the deception spirit has come into the church. And it is true. If people are coming to church, they are coming that you may see the demon. They are coming that you may pray for their monies, so-called prosperity. If, 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 you know, it is all about how I can get, how I can do, how I can do. We don't even support the gospel of Jesus Christ anymore. We don't support the preaching of people. May I say to you, God's heart is bleeding. And let me tell you, until we bounce back and begin to preach, one day, one day, a day is coming when the Lord will require somebody's blood from your hands. Please. It's a serious matter. We shouldn't be joking. Today we talk about churches. We talk about our bishops. But we don't talk about Jesus Christ. Today we talk about what my pastor prayed for that I received. But people are still living in sin. And as for sin, one of the things I have seen is that no matter who you are, when you live in sin, God, you can be, I don't know the highest, uh, his eminent. His apostleship. If you are even an apostle, your sin, there will be no excuse. Praise the Lord. See, the Bible says that the man said that I testify. I say it to you. And you know, under this scripture, he knew he was going to die. His days on earth were finished. He said, I have run my race. I have finished my course. Now I'm going. I'm going to receive that crown. And as he was talking like that, what moved my heart as the Holy Spirit brought it up so lively to me is the fact that when he said, Ha, may I tell you, I am innocent of every man's blood. I have made sure that the gospel has been preached to you so I cannot be blamed. And the Spirit of God said, Dennis, make sure that nobody's blood would ever be required from your hands. This is why I preach the things I preach. 
We can preach everything, but it's not everything that is profitable for man. Hallelujah. And so I beg you. Let me just take five more minutes to tell you something. In Romans chapter 15. The book of Romans chapter 15 verse number 18 to 21. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and in deed to make the Gentiles obedient. In mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all around about to Elaricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. I love what this brother was saying. He said, I want you to know that from one end to the other, I have done one thing. I have preached everywhere. Let's go further. He says, and so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel. Somebody make it your aim today. I have made it my aim to preach the gospel. Not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see. To, and those who have not heard shall understand. Those two verses, the, the one before this one and this one, give it to me in NLT and everybody will say it. Now, one, two. Let's start very well, please, every one of us. One, two. Go. Mama, can you read it again, please? Those two verses. You know, the reason why you may think that, oh, church is spending too much at the north. Let me tell you, some of these northing areas that we go, nobody else has stepped there to preach before. And it's exciting. Sometimes when they are scouting, especially what area when we used to go, we, haven't, we didn't go there last year. When Apostle Apasara drives his car, because for him, he loves the hinterland. When he drives his car to the hinterland, as soon as they see the four-wheel coming, they haven't seen some before, they start running away. And this is Ghana. I'm not talking about... There are so many villages in the world, so praise the Lord. Mama, read it for me. My ambition, has My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard. Hallelujah. Rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. Ha. I, have, I have been following the plan spoken of in the scriptures mm. where it says, those who have never, those who have never been told about him will see and those who have never heard of him will understand praise the lord apparently paul's motivation of going everywhere to preach was as simple as preach where no man has ever gone praise the lord When our brother was preaching last Wednesday and Thursday, there was a significant statement that he made that gripped my heart. He said, and I know it, I think I said it two weeks ago, we lose church members. It is not because it's something new has come. Some church new has come. There was a sister that we spent so much time. I don't mind. I don't mind because we did our duty. We were there for her in everything. 
And for so long time we were not seeing her. Bumped into her and I said, why haven't I seen you? Because there were quite a lot of prayer requests she brought. And all of them the Lord answered them all. Went to UK, came back. I didn't even know that she's come back. And then we got into talking. I said, why haven't I seen you for a long time? And then I said, where do you live? I thought she was going to tell me Aburi or somewhere like that. Says, rich. And I said, why haven't we seen you for such a long time? She said, no, now I attend social and so church. And just because is fully a condition. And just because, because I follow the program of that church, not that I follow, but I see. It's because today we are bringing this person and tomorrow we are bringing that person. Let me tell you something. God did not gather us together and to get these men of God to come and prophesy over our heads. And after that we get up and go. No, we have been made ambassadors for Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That we may go and reach out to others also. And it's disturbing. Young people of ours, very energetic people who, who would have helped with the work of the ministry, they have found themselves somewhere, and when you ask, it's all about, no, I now go here, I now go here. Let me tell you something. You have only been called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I beg us, our young people, my sons, they have no right, they are staying here. If they want to do the work of God, they have to preach to others. Hallelujah. My daughters, they have to, unless somebody says, I marry you and I carry you away. Even that, they have to negotiate. Because other sisters have also brought some husbands here. Don't go and sit somewhere and, and, and receive some sermons that will land you in hell. By the time you open your eyes, you are in hell. Please, let me tell you the truth. If you want to really make your calling and election sure, the best way is to live for Christ and do His will. Can we stop these things and be real with the gospel of Jesus? The church of Jesus Christ is having a misunderstanding. And you know, on Wednesday and Thursday, when I was hearing the man of God, it became so clear to me that the delusion and the deception that has gone on to the church, and because of that, we don't really even know our reasoning, our reasoning of leaving. So we just get up and zoom. Today, everybody goes here, so I also want to go. Please, let's not do that all. Every, on Wednesday, you come and hear the purpose for your own life. Hallelujah. You have to understand. Do you know why I pray this prayer every day and asking the Lord, these people, I pray, according to what is written to, about them in the volume of the book, make it so clear. Do you know why I pray? I know that there is a plan concerning everybody. But let me tell you, God does not force those things that He has written concerning you to come to pass until you yourself, you begin to seek and say, Lord, show me what is written about me. Christians are the only people who are not interested to find out what is about them. May I tell you, don't walk as somebody who doesn't know what he's about. So church, let's stick together and build together. Our main aim, you know, do you have it on the board for me? This church, our mission. Knowing Jesus. Sharing Jesus. Preparing to be with Jesus. Can you find how solid this matter is? If you know Jesus, if you know Jesus, you will not be moved. You will just do what God wants you. You may not like today's preaching, but it's bringing you healing. But it's good for me to let you know the truth. Please, never be ignorant. Hallelujah. Did you hear me, brother? Did you hear me, sister? Don't go about saying that as for this church, every day this, every day this. It is actually what Jesus has called us to do. 
I don't have time to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ is a new creation, the old things are God. Behold, all things have become new. And now God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself and has committed to who? We. The ministry of reconciliation. We are ambassadors. At a time we need to be preaching, that is when we are going to sit in another church and for prophecies to roll over our heads. Please don't be deceived. Wake up to your calling in Jesus' name. Shout a big amen. amen. At a time that you need to be fruitful in the hands of God, that's the time that you... Please, let's wake up. We have not been called. One, one statement that I used to make and now I love it so much. Everybody is so wonderful because it's from the Spirit of the Lord. The reason why when you come quickly, Lord, I give my life to you. He doesn't take you to heaven straight. It's because he wants to leave, let you live here a few more days and years to be a witness. To be a witness. And at the time that you need to be a witness, it's also the time that you say... I still need more prophecies over my head. May it not happen to you. If you walk in Christ, if you do the will of God, He will do His will and you shall be blessed. Praise the Lord. Young people, I charge you before God in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Rise up and hold the torch and let us win them. Let's win them. You are a young person, never run away. Don't be, a, even if you don't receive encouragement, just say that I heard today from Reverend Dennis when he said that I got saved that I may pass it on to others. Please. It is only laziness that will take us not to do that. But you are not lazy. I know you can do it. See what the book of Romans is telling us. I have been following the plan spoken of in the scriptures. Where it says, those who have never been told about him will see and those who have never heard of him will understand how can they understand except somebody went and told them please can we become a little radical in our salvation preaching do don't think that, oh, but he, so if he's not here, it doesn't mean he has backsliding. I'm not saying stay here by all means. If God wants you to go, so be it. But may I say, the preaching of the gospel is actually the matter. Amen. I just want to give, I haven't finished preaching, but today cannot take it all. I want to give us a few minutes to reflect before we come to the table of the Lord. Sometimes we deceive ourselves and for the enemy to deceive us. Sometimes we tend to think that, oh, after all, is this, that, that, that. Let me tell you, God has a plan for everybody. And may I announce that everybody in this church, God has a plan for your life. There is a purpose. Don't start blaming anything. Just wake up to that purpose and it shall be well with you. And the purpose is not hidden. The purpose is that you may present Christ to someone. Hallelujah. We talked about soul winning and we said every, everybody must bring a soul. May I remind you that it's still ongoing. Please do well to bring a soul before the end of the year. Speak with your mouth, hold that person, and bring him to church. The rest God will see to it that that person will be fed. Amen. Can we bow down for prayer? If you don't know Jesus, you have heard about him. But the truth is that you don't know him. 
you are very much, I don't know your heart, no one can know your heart, but you know very well that the truth is that I just don't know him. Oh no, although I know he's a savior. And he has not, you have not allowed him to be part of you. And you say, Pastor, today I want to make a deliberate decision for him. For Jesus to come into my life. Wherever you are sitting with your head bowed, you can lift your hands and I will see you and I will pray for you. God bless you, little boy. God bless you. If you, if you, if you want, say today, 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 it's a decision. Can I see your hand up quickly so I can pray for you? It doesn't matter. Come, come. Come to me. Let me pray for you. All right, you lifted your hands. Come. Now, there are many, many people think God is joking. Let me tell you something. Oh, sorry, brother. Just come and stand right here. You can't be told that Jesus saves. You can know it in your head, but it will have nothing to do with your heart. And if you want it to have something to do with your heart, please walk here quickly. Please walk here quickly. How old are you? You are five years. It's good. Gentlemen, let's pray. Brother is coming as well. Please. This Jesus, he can become so real to you. He can. He can. If you want, he will. And I know you want that. That's why you came here. So let's pray this prayer after me. Say it with all of your heart. Let it be your own prayer. My Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for inviting me that you may show me Jesus. I'm a sinner. I've been sinning. And I can't help myself. But this afternoon, I repent of all of my sins. And ask that Jesus will come and live in me. Therefore, I open my heart. Jesus, come into me. As I receive you as my Lord. And as my personal savior. May you live forever in me. I thank you. For accepting me. I thank you. For coming into my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I just pray for. These sincere brothers. Lord. Please. As you have so graciously sorted our lives haven't checked our heart and entrusted us with this truth may you entrust them with Jesus as well that they may know Jesus and live the rest of their life for him place your hand over their lives in Jesus name Amen